What's up guys, hope you're doing good. Um, I'm just cooking up a meal. I've been really, um, yeah, I don't really talk too often about like diet and nutrition and like, it's not, I, the reason I don't is because, well, first of all, I don't think my nutrition's very good. Um, and then I've especially noticed that when I'm here and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about trying to, Let's say I'm like, yeah, guys, I'm going to try to get in three weeks of 90 to 100 miles a week here in Portugal. Um, and then if I was a fly on the wall and I watched myself over the last like three days, I'd pretty much watch myself not really doing anything, in my opinion, that would like feel professional. So what I'm going to say here is, you know, I've been lazy in the mornings. Um, usually in Flagstaff, I wake up at seven. Um, I think it's, the, obviously it's to do with jet lag. So I'm not going to be like total dick about myself here, but usually it's like jet lag. So I get into Flag and my the first day there, I'm usually up at like six o'clock. And then from then on, it's easy to like get it right. Um, you know, I get up at seven, I have coffee. We don't meet until 9.30, so I have a lot of time to make my smoothie in the morning, which has become a real ritual for me and gets me a lot of fruit in and some nuts and yogurt and milk. And um, and then I'm really good at doing like pre-run activation stuff that I told you guys about. And anyway, I've just like, I've just noticed I've got really fucking lazy over the last like week, you could say. And obviously I was on the road and things like this play a role and and now here I am in Portugal and if I was a fly on the wall I would see myself leaving the house late for runs which I I never do like um showing up late which is very unlike me um and then not only that showing up late but like I'm rushing out the door I'm doing like half of the pre-run routine um and then off I go so I'm not even finishing it I I said that I would do yoga every day that I was here I haven't done yoga once and that was part of my justification for getting somewhere where the Wi-Fi works was so that I could do the yoga. Um, and then my diet has just been a fucking joke. Um, like toast, toast and jam, toast and jam, toast and pate spread and then like maybe a bowl of cereal. And it's just, I just need to fucking kick up the ass. Like, you know, I just watched the Boston Marathon there and like it's really... It's really not a complicated sport. Like if you if you work hard and you look after the little things, and I'm gonna tell you, like you you don't even have to work that hard. Like the like the pro lifestyle and the the routine that makes you good. It's not really that tough. Like you just have to get yourself out twice a day, and then you have to keep a lot of the hard work is keeping the body in a good place. And so what I mean by that is, you know, you've got to do the prehab stuff, you've got to eat good, you've got to recover good, you've got to sleep. Um, and, you know, you guys are going to laugh here because it's like, you know, you have to get a nap in and I'm sure you guys would love to get a nap in, but you would for the first week of being a full-time athlete. And then after that, it gets a little bit like, oh, fuck, like, you know, I've got to go have a nap here and there might be other things going on or you might have things to do or and then you're kind of sitting there in limbo where you're like half doing the shit that you know you need to get done. But you're kind of like, I know I need to go nap. And if I don't go nap now, I'm going to lose that window of opportunity whereby 
it's not gonna fuck with my sleep tonight. So it's not actually as easy as you would think to look after all the little things that I'm gonna say that end up like keeping your body. And the better you do the little things, the more training you can do. Um, so I talked about like getting good night's sleep. I talked about napping. I talked about eating good. I talked about the little strength routines. I mean, this is where like I've just really let myself down and um, I've like completely neglected some of this stuff. And um, at first I was neglecting that kind of stuff because I wanted to run slightly higher mileage. And so fair enough. But Look, now I'm back to like 90, 95 miles a week, and I think last week was 99. Um, I did a run on Saturday night that I shouldn't have done. Um, it's nothing really, like, I'm not going to, yeah, it's just poor discipline. Like, there was no need to run on Saturday night. The fact that I ran on Saturday night meant that um, I just don't think I recovered <coughs> fully, you could say, for um, Sunday then I didn't really feel very good on Sunday and that probably just ran a little bit of fatigue into today and, and so I'm making a call today and I'm just doing one run. Um, now it's not, it's not like I felt fine on the run and stuff this morning, like you know it, the fatigue isn't really showing yet but it shows in, it shows in like the stats you know, like it shows in that like on Sunday's run I'm just a bit more fatigued than I usually am, I'm struggling a bit more at 550 per mile than what maybe I usually would. So look, lots of things going on and and actually given that I just did a long haul flight and given that um I just had food poison, like maybe maybe this is the kind of time where I actually should have been taking care of my shit way better than other times. Um and of course maybe there's something linked here, like maybe maybe when you go through a change of routine and you do the long haul and you fly over it's very easy, probably for the first few days, for time to almost go by without you even recognizing that it's going by. Um, and then all of a sudden you get this like wake up call, like, oh fuck, stop being a lazy shit. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like, it's just got to the point where I'm like, hey, like, you're, you're back to like looking at a mileage figure and seeing 99, and you're thinking, yo, I really took care of my shit last week, but I know that I didn't. Um, I, I actually, I think last week was pretty disappointing from me. Like, like I said, if I was a fly on the wall and I seen myself just going out the door late, if I seen myself not being bothered to do the pre-run routine stuff, if I seen myself just making toast all day and cereal and no, 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 like I used to have mixed nuts, I used to have like fresh fruit, I used to have smoothies, um, I used to have feta, cheese, I used to have avocado, some healthy fats, um, yeah, what a waste, like what an absolute fucking waste I was last week, and, and so I'm kind of a bit pissed off with myself, um, and now I'm just kind of at a point where I went shopping and I bought some better foods and um, I cooked up a good meal there, and, and there's really no excuses, um, Look, it's all these little things that add up and if you're a guy that runs 90 to 95 mile a week and you wonder why you're not beating another guy that does the same, well, you know, there's lots of reasons, but that could be one of them. If you're not taking care of your business, um, that could certainly be one of them. Um, and so that's something that I'm, I'm going to have to work on over this next week is just, like I said, I bought some fruit and I bought some yogurt. So in the mornings, I don't have my smoothie maker here, but I can still have like some yogurt and um, some fruit and a um, cup of coffee like I have been having. Um, I need to get back on my pre-run 
routines where I'm doing like some of the activation stuff and I'm doing some of the strengthening stuff. Um, and yeah, like I, I think there's going to be a benefit to that. And you know, I I often like mouth off and like complain sometimes about certain things and, and I don't feel like it's world class and, and like different setups and maybe different support networks that I've had in the past. And um, But then I need to hold myself accountable to that too. And I need to say to myself, look, are you conducting your business week in, week out as a world-class athlete? And like, I, I don't think I am. So the results aren't going to be world-class. In fact, they're going to be far from it. And it's amazing that you could look at a week on paper and it might say 95 miles and it might sort of say like a 10 mile tempo at a certain speed and, and it can really be deceiving, you know, it can really look like that athlete had a really good week. But actually, I think what separates some of the very best guys and some of the guys that are on the fringe, you could say, is if that athlete's taking care of their business every day. Um, and it's the everyday stuff that makes an athlete great. Um, and that's like, you know, that's, that's just the difference between like the athlete that goes into a restaurant and one athlete like me recently orders a pizza and the other athlete orders um, like a, a, a mixed salad for starter um, and then orders like maybe like the, the chicken and the rice um, or the, the steamed salmon, the vegetables and the rice. And both are entirely different meals and um, like obviously you can tell that one in my opinion is a lot healthier and a lot more nutritious than the other. Um, so yeah, so like I, I've really got to pull the finger out. Lucky I've still two weeks here in Portugal and, um, it's just this lack of focus that I'm, I'm not really like, you know, it's, it's a long year. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's been a long two years even get to get to this point now. But I honestly believe, like I told you guys, I, I think I have the, the capabilities, um, to run like maybe like under 210 for a marathon i just watched a couple of american guys do it today and i know i have progress to get to that point and i know it certainly will not be easy it's it's a real lifestyle choice and i loved the kipchoge line the other day and and it really hit home where first of all there was two things that i really liked there's a there's a documentary on the london marathon facebook page called eloid and there's two things that i take away from it one is if you make little sacrifice, you'll get little success. The other is if you make a big sacrifice, you can certainly get big success. Um, and I probably changed that a little bit there to tell you guys. But it's along those lines that he sort of says, like, you know, little sacrifice equals little success and big sacrifice. I think he says equals big success, but I've changed it because I don't totally believe that. I, I believe it gives you a bigger chance of being successful, but also like we are human and there's other elements that play a role. Um, another thing that made me quite sad is just listening to Meb Kifledsky's book and, you know, him talking about going back to Eritrea and maybe seeing athletes that maybe deep down he knows these guys could, like, beat him, you know, or maybe, like, he knows they could really hurt him in certain race scenarios, but these guys will never leave Eritrea. They'll never be seen. Nobody on the world circuit will ever know their name. Um, it's just very... It's very it's very lucky being Irish that all you have to do is run a qualifying standard and then you get a shot. You know, every time you go to like a world championship or a European championship, you get a shot at earning a medal and really becoming like a national hero if you can win medals and stuff. And 
Um, and we're given that right. We're given that opportunity really easily just by running a qualifying standard. Um, in some other countries like Eritrea, and I'm sure other countries, it's, it's the same. It's very difficult. Um, there's a lot of politics and, you know, you have to get recognized. You have to get noticed. And, and that doesn't always happen um, easily. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, again, as always, I'm really grateful for what I have and the opportunity that I have. And, yeah, and that's why maybe I'm a little bit annoyed at myself that I've just sort of maybe took it for granted over the last week. And, you know, every day I'm spending probably half an hour to an hour of my life going over the current plan, you know, going over where I'm going to be next, going over travel. And I'm just fucking wasting time. Like that's a, that's half an hour or an hour of my life that like otherwise could have been put into like some strengthening routine or maybe some yoga like I talked about. And, um, but look, I'm on it and I'm, I'm going to hold myself accountable to that. And I'm going to start cracking on a bit better. The first step was going to the grocery store and getting better groceries and I text my nutritionist and just ask for some tips because I'm kind of out of sync and I'm not in flag, like what should I be looking out for? What sort of food should I be like trying to avoid? And, and maybe like, how do we replace, like if I can't get the avocados, you know what I mean? Like just how do I replace some of the stuff that I have that's really good in flag, but um, until now I haven't had access to here. Um, and yeah, like I mean, I'm, I'm back Norma tech in, um, I napped today. Um, like I said, I rested. I think, you know, you sit and watch Boston Marathon and then you kind of be like, should I be resting? Should I not? Like, you know, I seen Jordan Hassai cross, cross the line in third place and I thought, you know, would Jordan have rested? And it's, everybody's circumstances is different. Me resting was for a completely different reason. I, I've had that little adductor issue and, you know, it's still... It's still playing at me a little bit, so um, me choosing to rest was there was there was a couple of different factors involved. Like I told you guys, I didn't rest Saturday, and I usually do. Um, and so me choosing to rest was a. Uh, I I think Friday was pretty tough. So basically, from Thursday, Thursday was a double day in the sun. Friday was a pretty tough tempo run that I did. Um, again, I think the sun plays a role in how much that takes out of me. Saturday was a double day, nine and six, like a bigger double day. Not only did I not rest that night, I did six instead of five. Um, and then Sunday was pretty tough out there. Like um, I think I ended up with maybe like, I think it might have ended up like a bit short. It might have been like 19 and a bit miles. Um, I, I think I miscalculated. I did like a loop of the horse track and I thought that that was what was going to make it 20 and actually it might have been closer to 18 or 19. Um, I used a polar watch for a bit of it just to um, track some. I mean, I know like I, for the first week of training here, I've been like pretty good at using the polar watch. Um, I just wanted to get an idea like because certain runs that I'm doing... I actually thought one of the runs was nine mile, for example, and it's actually, it was only eight and a quarter. Um, so like, it is good to have a rough guide of roughly what the loops are. The same with the tempo loop that I did. I was quite curious, not that I'm saying the Polar is the most accurate watch in the world. Um, as I've found, it's not always. Um, it kind of jumps, the speeds jumps, even if you're on the same loop and you know for a fact you're running the exact same speed each lap. I find the Polar can sometimes jump about a bit. Um, but yeah, no, the long run was a solid one. I did um, probably about 18 to 19 miles. I think it was probably 19 in the end. Um, and I, we, we started really slow. So we started at like 7.20, 7.30. 
730. Um, slow in relative terms to finishing speed. Um, and then I did a lap with Donald and Steve, who's really been working hard on this trip, like which is great to see, and I hope he keeps it going because I can really tell that this kid loves running. Um, and that's that's one of the things I notice. You know, I notice people come away and they have a real love for running and they really enjoy. They're two weeks away, but I mean, then you go home and life gets in the way and work and other things, and um, it's it's tougher to keep it going. Um, but no, so we did a loop together, and we we probably were starting to already run like five fifty pace at the end of the first lap um, and then Steve kept up until about mile 11 and then I think I started running like five lower 550s and into the 540s um, but it, it just really hurt me compared to what it usually does um, just a sec oh I just needed to be drink a tea um, yeah the, the, the long run I, I, I put it on Instagram and I said you know not one of my fastest long runs, but I but I knew it was an honest and a good day. Um, it was probably like 21, I would say 21, 22 Celsius out there on the path that we were using, and there there was only probably a mile or two of the of the 18 or 19 miles that were sheltered from the sun. Um, so so it was just tough in that respect. Like it was a lot of sun. Um, it got it got hotter and like it's just baking down on you and it's kind of like relentless and one of the things I kind of fucked up a bit was like again like I have the support of Athletics Northern Ireland out here and when they asked me do I need help I just said no Um, whereas like come to think of it now I I probably should have had maybe like a coach on a bike with a backpack and maybe I have three or four bottles of juice in that backpack and um I did leave one bottle out for halfway, but it just wasn't enough. Like I think I ended up drinking about three three liters of water that day, and I'm sure the next morning I was still pretty dehydrated. Um, so yeah, I probably lost a lot of fluids. And, and again, that's just like, you know, if this is you and you're doing your last couple of marathon long runs, like maybe bring a camel back, um, bring a backpack with fluids, and that's really useful. Um, or... Do a do a four or five mile loop where you can just leave a couple of bottles. Um, I, like I, I've done that in the past. It's worked for me. I just don't know what came over me that morning. I just didn't even think about it. Again, it's this fucking lazy attitude, you know. I'm just I'm kind of just winging it, and I'm kind of thinking like I'm this big time fit athlete, and that I can just wing it, and everything will work out. And and that's not the case at all. So yeah, I really gotta buck my ideas up, you could say, and um start taking care of the little things and again then you'll probably find like fitness improves and I think it's like six and a half weeks now or something until I'm planning to race that half marathon and look it's not going to be easy you don't you don't run 63 or 62 minutes easily um so yeah I I really gotta fucking wise up a little bit and um take care of my business a bit better and 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 then hopefully a good result will come of that and then I, I think the better the better that race can go It'll be a testament to the hard work day in, day out. I don't think we're going to do like heaps of specific preparation. So it's not like we're we're setting it up like Doha, you know, like Doha, there's going to be a, a lot of preparation, a lot of planning, a lot of heat acclimation. You know, we're going to go to specific places to train specific ways and train at specific speeds. Um, where I mean for San Diego half marathon, you know, it's probably going to be just a bit more relaxed and, um, 
but if I do get a good result there, it'll be from the day-to-day stuff. Um, and obviously, like the we'll we'll do some specific sessions that might sort of help the fitness improve and might push it in a good direction. And, and maybe that's what's been lacking recently. Like I know if I did six by a mile or um, the twenty-two hundred session that I do, or there's obviously a numerous sessions like a hard five-mile tempo. There's lots of things I could do that would push my fitness in a good direction. Like if I spent this week here, if I did six by a mile tomorrow and then I did a five mile hard tempo on Friday and then I came back next Friday and did that same 10 mile threshold, I'd probably be already down to like, instead of 520, I'd probably be down to like 508 or 505. Like that's how quick, if you've done lots of good work for a year or two, like I have, or two years, nearly two and a half, that, that's how quick things will turn around for you. But at the minute, all we're focusing on is just foundation and it's really fucking boring and it's really like slow work and there isn't a lot of progress to it. You know, there's there's not a heap of progression because you're not really pushing things forward yet. But it would be like building a new house and you just getting so annoyed that it's not it's not moving upwards. You know, there's no you keep looking at the builders and you think they're doing fuck all. But actually, they're just laying a really, really solid foundation. And then when they do come to build the house, they can just build it higher and better. And, and that's basically what I'm doing right now. Um, it's not necessarily glamorous. It's not sexy, but, you know, it pays off in the long run. And I promise you after World Champs, I'll be talking about months like this where it was really boring for me and we didn't really get to push things forward. But I know that it laid a really strong foundation and perhaps that's why I could get a really good result at World Champs. But... All right, guys, I'm going to go. Look, I bought myself green tea today, which is hilarious. I hate green tea, but it's healthy. So I'm kind of punishing myself now for being a twat for a week, and I'm going to drink a green tea tonight. Anyway, have a good one. It's going to replace probably... I had two bags of Haribo last night, and then I felt disgusted with myself after. But such is life. So, yeah, new new month, new week, new me, as they say. Um, Have a good one. All the best. Bye, bye, bye.